stay with the morning chanting as we did last night using the English version. impeccable in conduct and understanding 
the accomplished one, the knower of the worlds. He trains perfectly those who wish to be trained. He is teacher of gods and humans. He is awake and holy. In this world with its gods, demons and conspirates, its seekers and sages, celestial and human beings, he has by deep inside revealed the truth. He has pointed out the Dhamma, beautiful in the beginning, beautiful in the middle, beautiful in the end. He has explained the spiritual life of complete purity in its essence and conventions. I chant my praise to the Blessed One. I bow my head to the Blessed One. All is chanting praise of the Dhamma. The Dhamma is well expounded by the Blessed One, apparent here and now, timeless, encouraging investigation, leading inwards to be experienced individually by the wise. I chant my praise to this teaching, I bow my head to this truth. All is chanting praise of the Sangha. They are the Blessed One's disciples who have practiced well, who have practiced directly, who have practiced insightfully, those who practice with integrity, that is the four pairs, the eight kinds of noble beings. These are the Blessed One's disciples. Such ones are worthy of gifts, worthy of hospitality, worthy of offerings, Worthy of respect, they give occasion for incomparable goodness to arise in the world. I chant my praise to this Sangha, I bow my head to this Sangha. All is chant a salutation of the triple gem and a passage to arouse urgency. The Buddha, absolutely pure, with ocean-like compassion, possessing the clear side of wisdom, 
destroyer of worldly self-corruption, devotedly indeed that Buddha are revered, the teaching of the Lord like a lamp, illuminating the path and its fruit, the deathless, that which is beyond the conditioned world, devotedly indeed that Hamma Arivir, the Sangha, the most fertile ground for cultivation, those who have realized peace, Awaken after the accomplished one, noble and wise, all longing abandoned, devotedly indeed that Sangha are revealed. The temptation should be made to that which is worthy through the power of such good action, may all obstacles disappear. None who knows things as they are has come into this world, and he is an arahant, a perfectly awakened being, purifying the way leading out of delusion calming and directing to perfect peace and leading to enlightenment. This way he has made known, having heard the teaching we know this, birth is Dukkha, aging is Dukkha, and death is Dukkha. Sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief, and despair are dukkha. Association with the disliked is dukkha. Separation from the liked is dukkha. Not attaining one's wishes is dukkha. In brief, the five focuses of identity are dukkha. These are as follows. Attachment to form, attachment to feeling, attachment to perception, attachment to mental formations, attachment to sense consciousness. For the complete understanding of this, the Blessed One in his lifetime frequently instructed his disciples in just this way. In addition, he further instructed, form is impermanent, healing is impermanent, perception is impermanent, mental formations are impermanent, sense consciousness is impermanent, form is not self, healing is not self, perception is not self, Mental formations are not self, sense consciousness is not self, all conditions are transient, there is no self in the created or the uncreated, all of us bound by birth, aging and death, by sorrow, lamentation, pain, grief and despair, bound by dukkha and obstructed by dukkha. Let us all aspire to complete freedom from suffering.
The Blessed One, who long ago attained Parinipana, is our refuge. So to the Dhamma and the Sangha, attentively we follow the pathway of that Blessed One with all of our mindfulness and strength. May cultivation of this practice lead us to the end of every kind of suffering. Chanting uh, is a, a yoga of the voice, the yoga of the heart. It's a skillful means. Mm. Some places in Buddhist cultures, it's the practice really is, is puja. Um, it's because several things. First of all, the very act of um, voicing uh, has a particular quality effect on the body and it affects the, affects the mind. In chanting you've got to relax your shoulders, open your throat and moderate your voice through the abdomen and operate the voice box in a particular um, attuned way. So it's not like talking, it's very much a steady and careful handling of breath through the throat mm. and the effect is that the body has a certain resonates mm. you get certain resonant effects in in the forehead in the throat and maybe in the chest also so it, it the sounding the making a sound is a, a kind of a, a voice yoga mm. And it seems to open up particular uh, channels. Mm. The rhythm of it, the steadiness of it, the tonality of it. 
associated with a peaceful, uh, careful, and uh, sincere voices, of course. You know, we're not looking at opera or that kind of thing, but just notice how much of one's speech is is rushed, hurried, uh, casual, bits of phrases thrown out, uh, going backwards and forwards, often zigzagging, blurting, uh, mumbled, uh, speedy, and it's it's a direct connection to the mind. There's a bit of editing goes on, but basically the, the, the mood of the, of the mind comes out in the voice, the tones of the mind. Yeah. And often when we're speaking, we're also aware of uh, well, who, who am I talking to, and that's the way it should be. But we can get various, um, what I call, you know, sabotage programs, which mean that because you're talking to so-and-so, you, oops, don't say that, you'd sort of slightly put that one down, slow that one down, you know, one is editing according to what you imagine the other person would approve of or feel okay with. So all that, the editing program comes in, even if nothing much is said, there's still that self-consciousness in speaking, well, it can be in speaking, particularly public speaking, of course. Um, But with chanting, all that's gone. It's, it's very can be very untrammeled, un, unobstructed, and that unobstructed quality has an effect on the heart. You know, you're actually just bringing it forth. Mm. So that itself, one is expressing something that's you're not anxious about who's hearing or. or well, you could be, of course, but the idea is that because your voice is really just, you know, mingled with 50, 60 others, you don't stand out. Uh, <laughs> uh, so then you can just let, let your throat open up and, uh, and sound. That's, that has that resonant effect. Mm. Openness, and we hear listening, because to chant you have to listen. It more or less happens by itself, because you want to. You're trying to harmonise. Your voice is, your voice touches the other voices, and they start to come in together. So it's lovely. Uh, you're really listening and chanting and moderating the body at the same time. So it's a holistic um, yoga centered around the act of vocalization. Of course, you know, it's rarely explained like that, normally they say it's because we have praise for the Buddha. <laughs> he is, mm, but the act of praising is also itself uh, a yoga of the heart. Uh, you know, because you're praising not in a way to win a favor. It's not like the Buddha's going to say, oh, thank you very much, here's something for you. 
is very pure praising. It's just a sense of, of being uplifted. And this is a great thing to begin a day with, rather than, you know, flick on the news and get depressed <laughs> and get angry. Phrasing has a particular energy in it, and it generally rises. The heart rises, and you can feel that also. It's not. It's not a theory. It's, it's a felt reality. You can feel it in your body. What energy tends to come up? The chest, and the throat, and the face in a non-demanding but bright way. Oh yeah. Of course, when we're praising, then what we're praising. So one can recollect and indeed feel a sense of gratitude and uh, respect for the, the Buddha, the person, just the person who spent entire life, um, well, you know, his awakened life offering, you know, Every, you know, constantly offering, 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 listening to people, dealing with stuff when he did, didn't need to for his own, for own practice. An immense dana, an act of dana, uh, is to offer praise. So the dana is always a good quality. We should not take it as a material thing, but as an energy of offering and now we can offer praise and a reopening of the heart and this is someone worthy of praise respect for his realizations for his uh, skillful means for his personal strength and endurance and for his generosity mm. so you just bear that bearing that in mind mm. reflecting on it And then beyond history, with the Dhamma, timeless, um, not delayed in time, not bound in time, practiced, practicable here and now for me in this. Mm. Sangha, sense of community, something that's so necessary and uh, for human beings is collective. We cannot, we cannot operate any way skillfully without cooperation. Uh, and really, really strongly needed and strongly felt as, a, as a, a, the need is felt. Who's gonna listen to me? Who's gonna support me? Who's gonna, you know, how can I get any feedback without some other person, you know, guiding, mm. resonating? sharing. So you, you evoke these qualities and you can even consider in your mind your, your, your sangha, your kalyanamite, near and far. And the beauty of, of this is when you carry it in the imaging, even people in distant times, different places, you remember their qualities. They too struggled, they too uh, shone, they too came forth with something beautiful. Mm. 
so recollecting in this way. The other aspect of the, the yoga of the mind, the yoga of the heart, in this is that by turning this way, we are also not really concerned about ourselves. I mean, one of the drawbacks of meditation, I think, is that one can get very into one's script and uh, kind of, why am I like this, I'm going to get out of that, can I realize this, how my practice is going, it's all valid, uh, yeah, it's all valid, one should have that concern, but it's also, this is just the time to widen, Just lift one's attention. We're all in this. It's not just oneself, one's particular karmic thing, but also we're in a wide human field in which there are blessings to uh, note and be inspired by. This is the act of puja, praising. (laughs) 